Hey there, it's Thursday, November 3rd, 2022. We've got the latest information on what's happening in the cannabis industry. So get ready, because this is the M News Now. In the U.S. Constitution, there's something called the Dormant Commerce Clause, and it prohibits state legislation that might affect interstate or even international commerce. This clause helps in situations where different states have different legislations on matters, and it hands the issue over to a federal supervisor as opposed to being a state issue. One example is that the clause was first used in 1873 when one state wanted to tax the railroads that passed through it. The Supreme Court ruled against the state, citing this clause, which prevents the state from benefiting itself while affecting an individual in another state. Currently, as we know, many states have legalized some form of cannabis, and some of those have decided to limit the licenses to residents within the state. States like Colorado, which was the first to legalize recreational use, saw an increase in migration to their state for those who were hoping to get into the state's new cannabis industry. But now, it's looking like limits on licenses for state residents only could be subject to this dormant commerce clause. In Maine, a lawsuit was filed against the state for its ban on out-of-state residents holding a license, and the state lost thanks to this clause. New York State is currently in the middle of a similar lawsuit that was recently filed. In addition to the resident-only ban, this dormant commerce clause could also likely affect the transportation of cannabis between state lines because removing the existing ban on it would improve the efficiency for multi-state operators. Right now, there's a similar type of interstate issue that's currently before the U.S. Supreme Court. That one involves the interstate commerce of pork products and a new California law. And that case has different justices on the Supreme Court considering different angles for this dormant commerce clause. Nothing's been decided yet at this time, but that case's outcome could potentially end up affecting the cannabis industry substantially. Information from New Frontier Data projects the U.S. cannabis industry growth to more than double in size over the next eight years, due to increased legalization and consumer demand. Currently, the 2022 U.S. cannabis market is approximately $32 billion. The projection data estimates the total market nationwide will be $72 billion by 2030. Matthew Swinburne, who's the Associate Director of Network for Public Health Law, Eastern Region of Baltimore, presented a report on this data to a work group. He also pointed out that cannabis jobs have risen from about 321,000 in 2022 to approximately 428,000 just one year later. Canadian cannabis company Canopy Growth has formed a new holding company called Canopy USA. This new company would allow them to fast-track into the U.S. market and enable them to exercise rights to acquire acreage, Juana, and Jetty, as well as controlling a conditional ownership position of about 13.7% in Terrasend. As a Canadian-based company, Canopy Growth is allowed to be on the NASDAQ stock exchange. If it's allowed to remain there with this new holding company, it should be viewed as a positive sign, because U.S. cannabis companies are not allowed on the stock exchange while it remains federally illegal, but the Canadian-based companies are. Jeffrey's analyst, Owen Bennett, thinks that other multi-state operators could do something similar with the holding company and have ownership via non-voting shares. And that's important because then the multi-state operators that do this could access institutional capital here in the U.S. A South Dakota cannabis activist group is accusing several state officials of engaging in illegal campaigning against the pro-cannabis measures in the state. 
According to news site Dakota News Now, the cannabis activist group New Approach South Dakota has filed information requests to determine if officials violated the state's election laws. South Dakota state law says that any government official or employee of the state is permitted to speak their opinion of a candidate or ballot measure in their personal capacity. However, that same law also states that no government agency or official can influence the election of any candidate or ballot measure in their official capacity. The officials in question include the leaders of South Dakota's two largest cities, Sioux Falls Mayor Paul Tenhaken and Rapid City Mayor Steve Allender. The sheriff of the state's largest county is also included, along with several other individuals. The activists at New Approach South Dakota are alleging that these people may have broken the law on not influencing while in their official capacity. Among the potential infractions is a press conference that was held a week ago in downtown Sioux Falls that featured Tenhaken, Milstead, and others, as well as a press conference that same day in Rapid City. New Approach South Dakota said in a Facebook post, Your tax dollars should not be used to promote any politician's personal political agenda. Small and medium-sized cannabis businesses in Canada are in an unprecedented financial crisis raging in the legal cannabis sector and at risk of collapse. This would leave only the largest operators and the Canadian government in control of the entire cannabis market within Canada. A group of 45 small and medium-sized cultivators and processors have asked their government for help, and joining them is the Cannabis Council of Canada and the Canadian Chamber of Commerce. They've issued a short-form working paper statement which requests the immediate need for government intervention to save failing small businesses in the Canadian cannabis market. Part of their statement read, Without immediate action, the participation of small businesses in the future of legal Canadian cannabis is materially at risk. They pointed out that approximately 98% of all small and medium-sized cultivation and processing businesses in Canada's cannabis industry are not able to earn enough income to break even due to the incredible tax and administrative burdens on them. The coalition is recommending emergency intervention planning with a roundtable group, which would include the relevant Canadian agencies. That's all you need to know for today. Be sure to keep listening for the latest updates. And follow us on themnewsnow.com. Later.